Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week, Jeff Glover and his coaches will dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you are facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over a thousand homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff kicks off an exciting series, 21 Ways to Take 21 Listings. Whether you're looking for new ways to grow your market share or you want to meet your business goals next year, it's very important to know about the listing strategies that are working well right now. Now, let's hear from Jeff. Thank you, thank you. Well, appreciate you guys joining us today. We're going to jump right in because... We've got a lot to cover in just a little bit of time to get through it. Uh, For those that don't know, my name is Jeff Glover. I am from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Yes, I'm okay, and no, I've never been shot. I had somebody in in Sioux Falls this week ask me on break if I had ever been shot, and nope. I did did grow up off of 8 Mile, yes, and 8 Mile is not like the movie, but yes, there is an 8 Mile. So um, for those that aren't familiar... I've been listing and selling real estate now for 19 years, yet believe it or not, in the state of Michigan, you can get licensed when you're eight years old, so that's kind of how that math works out. Uh, No, but I'm on the ground with you. I think one of the biggest differences between myself and maybe some of the others that you follow or listen to, uh, because there's so many great, you know, influences today, is that I'm on the ground with you. I'm listing and selling personally between 75 and 100 homes a year annually. Our team in Detroit does between 900 and 1,000 transactions. Right now, we're taking between 50 and 60 listings taken per month in our market, our team is. And for myself personally, that works out to maybe seven or eight on a bad month to 10 or 11 on a good month. So when I say we're gonna share 21 ways to take 21 listings, I'm sharing with you exactly what we're doing right now in our market. In fact, just to give you an idea how we put this content together, because we did one of these tours in the spring as well, and we had probably you know, 30 or 35 stops in the spring, and we're doing, of course, now 30, 35 stops in the fall, winter. And what I did when I put the content together in the spring, which, by the way, since then, I've already actually added some points and subtracted some things, but when I put it together in the spring, I took a look at where all of our listings had come from so far this year. So I looked at January, February, March, April. I looked at the first four months of the year, And at that time, I was thinking, okay, if I'm going to go on, you know, this tour and share 21 ways to take 21 listings, which is, you know, the name that we put on it, I have to be able to share the how, meaning I know what it's like when we go to events and and we hear someone on stage and say, oh, I get a a ton of listings from my database. Oh, I, I work my database and get a lot of listings. Well, how do you get listings from your database? Or, you know, a panel of people on stage and, oh yeah, we do, you know, I do a ton with social media and I get a ton of listings from social media. How do you get listings from social media? And so today is going to be all about the how. I'm going to share with you the 21 ways to take 21 listings in terms of the how, not just like the what we're doing in the sources of business. And so what, what, what I believe of what you're going to learn today is that actually if you were to take all 21 of these points, you'd probably take far more than 21 listings this winter. But the reality is is that it's 2021 and we had to come up with something that was clever and catchy and that matched a title. But But the truth is, honestly, if you actually took all 21 of these points and implemented them this winter or in the first quarter of next year, you're going to be in really good shape when it comes to listings taken next year. Um, that that there, There's no doubt about it. I know that this is not only working. And by the way, when I look at 
Because some people say, well, I went to your event, you know, in the, in the spring. Should I also come to the fall and winter? We've already gone back and adjusted some of the notes based on what has changed in the industry. Because this industry is always changing. So I had to go in and say, okay, interesting. We were getting a lot of listings from this source in January, February, March, but not as many once we got into the summer. But then all of a sudden, this source picked up. What did we do differently? What changed? And of course, I have that here, and I'm going to share that with you today. So first things first, I want to make sure everyone's got a workbook. Everyone's got a workbook in front of you. If not, raise your hand. We'll make sure to get you one. Okay, good. Do me a favor. Turn to the first page on the inside. We've got some thanks to give because if it weren't for these great folks that helped put this on, uh, it'd be a lot more than $19 to be here. So let's hear it for this group of sponsors. Thank you to them. You'll have a chance to see them on the break and, of course, have a good conversation and, and make sure you thank them for putting this on. I was in um, Cleveland, Ohio last year, or in the spring, and somebody come up, came up to me and said, you know, um, I paid $19 for this, and you're doing 21 ways. That means each one of these points is worth about 87 cents. I said, well, thank you for helping me set the bar low. I can promise you you're going to get your money's worth today, Okay. All right, let's go to the next page where it says rules to live by. Now, I don't know about you guys in Atlanta, but in Detroit, we don't really like rules. So I want to hear how you guys feel about rules. So on the count of three, when I say we're going to cover the rules to live by, I just want to hear a nice loud wah, wah. All right, one, two, three. Hey, we're going to cover the rules to live by, guys. I know it's miserable. We'll get through it fast, I promise. Okay, number one, show up on time, mentally, physically, and emotionally present. You're all physically here. I love that. Anyone not mentally here yet, just by chance? You're not here yet mentally? Okay. I had somebody raise their hand just two weeks ago on that one. Number two, remember to flip the switch at the door. Doesn't matter what happened on the way in. Hey, you're here. You're ready to learn and grow. And I know at the end of the day, you know, we, we say from nine to noon and we start anywhere from four to six minutes late, depending on the crowd, because, you know, the reality is, is there's, there's a couple different time zones that we live by, right? There's, there's Eastern Standard Time, which is the same time zone in Detroit. Then there's realtor time, and then there's Atlanta realtor time, which is a whole other thing. So to give you an idea on time, we will end about 12.07, 12.10 today. We will go about 10 minutes long just because we started about 10 minutes late. Just want to let you know that now. We will have a break, number three. We will have a break halfway through. In fact, the break will take place at 10.45. So we will have a 15-minute break at 10.45, so that way you have a chance to check your cell phones, refresh your coffee, water, whatever. That's going to take place at 10.45 this morning. Number four, all cell phones now should be placed on silent. Please do us a favor and get those on silent if you could. Number five, no stinking thinking today. Sometimes I will share something that you say, oh, well, that might work in Detroit, but that would never work here. Hey, keep those thoughts to yourself. You never know when the person next to you might be getting ready to have a breakthrough because they're going to say, you know what, I'm going to go try that. I'm going to implement that. And then number six, finally, let's have fun and keep an open mind today. The more you open your mind, the better chance you have of growing and performing at a higher level. Now, before we turn the page, do me a favor. Go ahead and write your first and last name in there for me, please. Why? Because every single one of these sessions, someone ends up leaving a workbook behind. All right, so go ahead and put your first and last name in there. Don't worry, you don't have to put your phone number on there. I already have it. I already spam you guys enough. You know that. All right. To the right, before you turn the page, it says, don't forget to tag us. That's actually for your benefit for two reasons. Why? Number one, because we're going to give away a lot of cool stuff today. And I'm not talking Hanes t-shirts and plastic water bottles. I mean, we've got like Nike, Under Armour. We're going to give away some nice stuff today. 
What happens is our social media team back in Detroit takes a look at Facebook and takes a look at Instagram to see who's posting about our events. And of course, when they know an event is taking place like this one is here in Atlanta, they're gonna look sometime after the break for people that have been posting. And after the break, they're gonna give me a list of names and say, hey, these people created a really cool post or they did a selfie or they shared an aha. Make sure if you're gonna do any of that today to tag us and or use those hashtags. Those hashtags are how we find your posts. All right, so hashtag 21 ways tour, hashtag Glover you, and anything you do on social media today, you may be rewarded for that. Also, you get rewarded by sharing because your clients and, and your prospective clients love seeing that you're learning and growing. They love seeing that you're putting time and energy into bettering your business. So make sure, by the way, this is just a little kind of social media tip. Anytime you're posting about you know, being at an event or being at a conference, make sure you're always adding something in there that makes it a benefit to the client, right? You know, uh, learning how to take more listings so I can put more listings on the shelf for our buyers today, right? Learning how to uh, grow and expand my mind so I can provide a better service to my clients, right? Always make sure you're sharing something and, and to the effect of how it's gonna benefit them, all right? They love seeing that you're learning and growing, so take advantage of that. Okay, do me a favor, turn to the first clean sheet of paper. Speaking of giveaways, I'm gonna give some things away right now in, in, the, in terms of resources. Many of you might already subscribe to some of these, so just bear with us if you're familiar with these resources. A Couple of them are newer. Free resources. Okay, the first thing I want you to write down is the word podcast, and next to that write live unreal. Podcast, and I'm on page six by the way. It's a little faint six down there at the bottom, but it's a blank sheet of paper that says resources at the top. Write down the word podcast, and then next to that, live unreal. Show of hands, who listens to podcasts in this room? Nice, real high, real high, okay. All right, good, so about a third of the room. It's my recommendation as just a producer in the field with you that we listen to, there's five days a week that you're gonna be in your car driving to an appointment or driving to your office. So my recommendation is that you pick five different podcasts and they become your regular podcast, right? So you have a Monday podcast, you have a Tuesday podcast, you have a Wednesday podcast. And, and by the way, they don't, they don't all have to be related to real estate. Right, you can listen to podcasts like How I Built This. Right, They're, they always interview different CEOs. Business Wars, um, one that is great for real estate. Think like a CEO or the One Thing podcast. Our podcast, by the way, is called the Live Unreal podcast. The Live Unreal podcast. Once per week, we produce a twenty to forty minute uh, episode that we put out there for you to listen to. For those that listen to podcasts, feel free to tune in as much as you want. You can find it in Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's called the Live Unreal podcast. The second resource I want to share with you, this one's a new one for this year, so many of you might not be familiar with it. Go ahead and write down the word morning. Write down the word morning. And next to that, the number 55444. Morning and the number 55444. Does anybody in here get our daily messages, our daily text messages? Okay, so just a handful of you. Good. So I'm gonna give you a free resource right now. So every day, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, I write out a daily message, mostly for the associates of our team. What happened is, is this started as something I was doing for our team and we thought, why not just share it with the public? And so to every day, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday, I write a daily message. Something relating to real estate, business, sales, you know, growth, inspiration. And anyways, I share this through text message Monday through Friday, five days a week. If you'd like to subscribe to it, it's absolutely free. Take out your cell phones, I'll show you how to do it. 
Take out your cell phones and open up your messages, just if you were messaging a new friend. The phone number, by the way, is 55444. And I know it's only five digits, but it works. And then in the body of the message, you're just going to type morning, and you're going to hit send. And that'll automatically set you up. Now, this isn't any spam or anything like this. I mean, this is a legit daily message, you know, relating to real estate, what's going on in the industry, how we're responding to it. I mean, sometimes it's just, hey, I went on an appointment last night with a for sale by owner. Here's what they said to me, and here's how I handled it, right? Or sometimes, like, for instance, this morning I was talking about, you know, our database is being challenged more than ever right now. The loyalty from clients to, to us is being challenged because of all the disruptors and discount brokers and, and gimmicks and technology. And so the message this morning was, how do we overcome the fact that people in our database are going to start doing business with other people or other technology or other ways? Well, you grow a bigger database, because it is a numbers game to some degree, and you just add more value to it. That was today's message to, you know, I, of course I'm paraphrasing, but if you want to sign up for that, you text the word morning to 55444, it's completely free, it is yours. Okay, that's number two. The third resource I want to share with you, while you have your phone in your hand, go ahead and open up your Facebook app. While you have your phone in your hand, go ahead and open up your Facebook app, and type in the search bar, Glover, G-L-O-V-E-R, space, the letter U, space, inner circle. Glover U, space, inner circle. It should come right up. That is a free Facebook group, and you're not just signing up to be in a Facebook group. What you're actually signing up for, if you want it, is in front of you is what we call the Glover Gazette. We produce about 35,000 copies of this magazine. It's it's sent out to 35,000 of the best real estate agents across North America. Absolutely free. Okay, no postage, no printing, we don't make you pay for any of that. When you're signing up for the inner circle, it's going to ask you, would you like to subscribe to our quarterly publication? That's what this is. All right, so just, you know, if you want it mailed to you, don't put your email address in there because it's not digital, it's physical, and we will mail a copy to you. Now, some people say, well, Jeff, I don't really need another Facebook group, or I don't really spend a lot of time in Facebook groups, so there's, a, there's another way to get registered for that. Or you might be thinking, well, Jeff, I'm already in the inner circle, but I don't get the magazine. How do I get the magazine? Very simple. You just go to GloverU.com forward slash gazette. GloverU.com forward slash gazette. That's how you sign up for the magazine. And by the way, that is the fourth free resource, the Glover Gazette. The fifth resource that I want to share with you, the fifth resource, I want you to write down 2022, 2022 business plan. I'm going to give you a copy of our business plan. Not only am I going to give you a copy of our business plan, but I'm also going to give you a 75-minute instructional video to go along with it. 2022 business plan. Some of you might have been on that. Was anybody on that live stream we did a few weeks ago? Okay, a couple. 2022 business plan. So I'm guessing by now, you guys are all smart. You probably have your plans already done. And you might be thinking, Jeff, I'm, I'm already ahead of you on that. I don't need a plan. Here's my recommendation. Get our plan anyways, because there's probably something in there that you can add to yours, which you're going to hear a little bit about what is in our plan in just a bit. But how do you get your hands on it? It's very simple. You go to GloverU.com, G-L-O-V-E-R, letter U.com, forward slash plan. GloverU.com, forward slash plan. And you will get a PDF copy of it, and you will also get the 75-minute instructional video to go along with it. Again, that's completely free. Glovery.com forward slash plan. And, our, and by the way, that is the exact same business plan that I'm using personally in my production. It is the exact same business plan that our agents on our team is using as, are, are using as well. Okay, good. 
we're going to shift gears a little bit, and I'm going to do, actually, I got a lot of good stuff to give away. We're going to do a giveaway right now. I want to know who believes they have traveled the furthest to get here today. Now, before you raise your hands, okay, I have to, I have to be clear about some things. Number one, you couldn't have just flown in on like a red eye from Vegas or something like that. Like you actually live, I know, right? You actually live the furthest from this location. Also, if there's a tie, because we, we, we had a brawl in Chicago over this, if there's a tie, it is miles and Google Maps, all right? So we're clear, miles and Google Maps if there's a tie. So we produce a, a daily planner for real estate agents it's called the uh, Daily Business and Unreal Life Planner. I wanna know who has traveled or believes they live the furthest. You live the furthest from this location. Let's see it, show of hands. Miss, where are you from? From Atlanta. Okay, but what part? Oh, uh, West End. West End, and, and how far, approximately? 30 miles. 30 miles, all right, what's, what suburb is that? What suburb is it? Is it Atlanta property? West End. Okay, good. All right, perfect. Well, help me out with these. I don't know Atlanta as well. All right. Sir, from where? Uh, Peach Tree City, Georgia. Peach Tree City, Georgia. 58 miles from Peach Tree City, Georgia. All right. Can anyone beat that? You think you got that, maybe? No. No, you can't beat that. Can anyone beat that? You're thinking about it. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where are you from? I'm sorry, where? Okay, and how far is that? Two hours, all right. Did it take you two hours? Not yet, okay, all right. So we might have to look up the Google Maps. Can anyone beat that? Where are you from? Rome, Georgia. Rome, Georgia. Okay, how far is Rome, Georgia from here? 72 miles from here. There we go. Can anyone beat? You were 53 and you were 58, 72. Yep. All right. And did you guys come together? She did. She did. Which one of you drove? I did. You drove? And your, your first name is? Heather. Heather. Let's hear it for Heather. All right. Nice job. There you go. All right. Thanks for coming. We will have plenty more giveaways, I promise. We got more to give away. Okay, let's shift gears a little bit. We're gonna go into what we call the isms activity. You'll see along the walls here, down the left-hand side and down your right-hand side, four different signs on each side. We call these the Glover-isms. These are kind of the foundational beliefs that actually started within my real estate business as we were putting together the content and the material and the system and what we teach at Glover U. We said, okay, we have to go back and look at what did Jeff do to build a business? And so a lot of this has to do with how we did that. And so we're going to do our first participation uh, point right here. And we're going to have a little fun with this. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to call on eight random individuals, four over here and four over there. And I'm going to ask you to say your name nice and loud for us. I'm also going to ask you to read the sign nice and loud so everyone can hear and I'll repeat it. And then the third thing I'm going to ask of you is in your mind, what do you believe it means? Or what does it mean to you? Or what do you think it means? Now, here's the good news. Out of 63 or 64 of these that we've done so far this year, no one has gotten any of these wrong. The only thing is I might add a few things to it or I might say, yep, that's right, and blah, 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 blah. All right, now, I also, just giving you a little insider tip, I like to pick on people who are not making eye contact with me. So there's a little, <laughs> little trick there, right? All right, we're gonna start right here. Sir, your first name? Chip. Chip, would you mind reading that one nice and loud for us, Chip? The moment the commission check becomes more the moment the commission check becomes more important than the client you've lost. That's a good one to start on. In your mind, Chip, what does that mean? That means we're doing this to help people and to change lives. We're not doing it just to put money in a bank. 
Bingo. We're doing this to help people and change lives, not to put money in our bank account. And if we help enough people and we change enough lives, the money will show up later. But that isn't the reason why we're doing this. I'll never forget, I was given an opportunity to run a real estate office when I was 19 years old. Because, of course, my first year in the business, rookie of the year, I sold 32 or 33 homes. I, had, I thought I had it all figured out. So I'm going around and basically knocking on brokers' doors saying, hey, I want to run an office. I want to run an office. I can do this. I can teach other agents how to do this. Well, this broker took a chance on me. Paul and Kathy Schweitzer, they ran a very large coal banker firm in Detroit for years. And they took a chance on me. And by the way, later I found out that they were about two weeks from closing this office, so it wasn't really much of a chance. <laughs> Anyways, that's beside the point. So I'm, I'll never forget, probably 10 days on the job, I'm sitting at my broker manager desk, you know, no broker's license, 18 months experience, running a real estate office. I probably had no business running an office. Anyways, I'm sitting at the desk and an agent kind of storms into my office. And you know, kind of an experienced agent that had been in the business for a while. And I want to know what the Schweitzers are going to do about this. I want to know what they're going to do about this. And I said, well, what do you mean? What, what's going on? Well, um, I have a buyer that I have a contract with and they just went and bought with somebody else. Okay. So my, I, I, and I kind of stopped the agent and said, well, regardless of whether you have a contract or not, why did they buy with somebody else? Right? Like, why wasn't that the, why weren't we talking about that? Oh, no, it doesn't matter. I don't know why they bought with somebody else. We have a contract. They owe me a commission. And I remember thinking to myself, and, and I actually asked the agent this question. So I'm sure, because of course I'm new on the job. I've never been a broker manager. I've only been in the business 16, 17 months. So well, I'm sure we'll be able to get, you, get this taken care of. I'll get on the phone with them right away, and, and, and we'll start this process. Uh, but if you don't mind me asking, do you think if we pursue this client that they will ever use you again or refer you business? Well, no, they won't. That's why I want to go after the commission. Well, okay, and I remember, I'll never forget, at that moment I thought to myself, because again, I was only 16, 17 months in the business or so, I thought to myself, if this is how the real estate agents think, I'm going to be just fine, right? If this is my competition, I'm going to be just fine. Because the reality is the consumers can pick up on it when you want it more for you than you want it for them. And the moment the commission check becomes more important than the client you've lost means, hey, you can get that deal, you can get paid on that deal, but you'll never get a referral again. You'll never get a client again, especially today with online reviews and Google and so forth and social media. Heck, love it. Thank you, sir. All right, let's move to this one. And miss your first name? Oh, Jennifer. Jennifer, would you mind reading that one nice and loud for us, Jennifer? What we do determines our success, not the market. What we do determines our success, not the market. And Jennifer, in your mind, what does that mean? What we do every day determines what's going to happen every day, right? It's our actions. It's not the actions of the market. It doesn't matter good market, bad market, you know, uh, 17 offers on properties, no homes to show. I hear this all the time from agents. Oh my gosh, the market, the market's so tough. I, you know, I, I wrote seven offers for this buyer. None of them got accepted. How many homes did you show? Well, we probably saw, you know, 13 or 14 homes and we wrote offers on half of them. Okay, would you rather it be, let me ask you a question, would you rather it be 2008 or 2009 when you had 30 or 40 homes to show only to find out they're, they're going to lowball the seller on an offer because they know they got another 30 or 40 to go see if the seller doesn't accept? Well, no, I wouldn't rather have that market. Well, then okay. Then it doesn't really matter what's going on in the market. It's just what we have to do each and every day. Now, I'm not saying don't compare yourself to the market. I actually think it's smart to do that, right? If everyone's saying listings are down, listings are down, I want to compare myself to that, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But what we do determines our success. It has no bearing on what the market's doing, right? I hear from agents all the time, oh, I had such a great year. You know, my volume, you know, went from 20 million to 27 million. All right, well, how much did your average sales price increase? Well, my average sales price increased about 30%. All 
All right, so that was your volumes up just because the average sales price is up. What did you do differently, right? And the reality is, is we can make a decision to do different things to have greater impacts. And don't get me wrong, I love when the average sales price goes up. I love when the volume automatically goes up. But what we do determines our success, not the market. Thank you for that. All right, let's move back here. And, sir, first name, nice and loud for us. Igor. All right, would you mind reading that one, please? Real estate is a contact sport. Real estate is a contact sport. And, Igor, in your mind, what does that mean? Bingo. Yep. Yep. The cultivating relationship starts with the contact, right? The more contacts you have, the closer you'll get to your goal. Absolutely. I'll, and and I, this is one I learned, you know, basically like my first week in the business. And we still kind of use this mantra with our team because we have a team accountability call every morning at 730. And we start off with contacts made. How many contacts did you make yesterday? It all starts with that. We don't have buyer consultations and listing presentations until we have a contact made. So I think about our inside sales team, because we have a new group of inside sales agents. You know, they're licensed realtors that make outbound phone calls, and then they become, you know, they become outside sales associates. So we have a new group that starts probably every quarter, Igor, and I'll always go up to the new group. And I'll always kind of, you know, I wait till it's the Thursday or Friday after they've been on the phones for a few days. And I'll say, hey, guys, how, how's the calls going? You know, how's it going? With a big smile on my face, of course. And, oh, my gosh, this is, this, these people are mean and nasty. And I got hung up on and I got cussed out yesterday. Are you kidding me? My response every time, Igor, hey, doesn't matter. It's a contact sport. It's all right. It's a contact sport. And actually, I'll do kind of one of these because there's usually three or four people in a group. I'll say, you know what? Out of this group, the person that makes the most contacts is going to win the game, period. The person that makes the most contacts is going to win the game. Thank you for that. All right, let's move to this last one. And miss your first name? All right, thank you. Would you mind saying that one nice and loud for us? Yeah, flip the switch at the door. Flip the switch at the door. And in your mind, what does that mean? I think it's a mindset. Yes. Bingo. Yes, I love that. It is absolutely a mindset. In fact, there's a double meaning to this one. It's a mindset when you're walking into your office. So for years and years, we had, as soon as you open in our office, we've got like what's called a vestibule, because in the colder climates, right, you got to have two doors, right, to keep the cold in. Anyways, when you'd walk into the middle area, before you go to grab that second door, up top, there'd be three words. And the words were flip the switch. Flip the switch, and all of our agents knew that. The moment we walk through the doors, we're flipping the switch. We have an imaginary switch on our back that we're flipping that we know we're mentally into what it is we're gonna do to produce that day in the office. Now, we've since remodeled the office, and now it's like on a wall to the right, but still, that was just a reminder the second we walked in. This has a double meaning, and the other meaning is when you're going on appointments, when you're going to meet with buyers, when you're going to meet with sellers. I do this thing, and I've done it for years, when I go on listing presentations. As I'm walking up to the front porch, I'll have two or three appointments this Saturday. As I'm walking up to the front porch, I say to myself, not out loud because the ring doorbells can hear you, right? That <laughs> might not get hired if you do this. I say to myself, flip the switch, it's showtime. Flip the switch, it's showtime. And I just kind of picture like I've got an imaginary switch on my back. And I am 100% into everything that they're going to say. I leave all of my problems with my transactions, you know, personal issues, leave all that at the doorstep. Because, and I know you might say, well, Jeff, come on, that's like common sense. I'm not bringing my laptop in, and I'm not on my phone on appointments and so forth. But it's amazing what happens when you take that approach, because then guess what? You're a better listener. 
And when you're a better listener, guess what happens? You ask better questions. And when you ask better questions, guess what ends up happening? You build a higher level of rapport. And when you build a higher level of rapport, you get more contracts signed. Flip the switch at the door. Thank you for that one. All right, let's move over here. And we're going to go with, sir, your first name? Bob. Bob, nice and loud for us. Bob, that one, please. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. The more rejection I get, the more money I make. And Bob, in your mind, what does that mean? The more people you talk to, the more people are going to say no, right? Which means then the more rejection you're going to get, which means you're going to be closer to an appointment or a contract or closer to a yes, right? The more rejection I get, the more money I make was a sign that was hanging above my phone for years that I had written out on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. And it reminded me that every time I picked up that bad boy, I was going to get rejected. But it also reminded me that every time I picked up that bad boy, I was going to be closer to my goals. So the more rejection I get, the more money I make simply means in this business, there's two types of activities. There's high rejection activities and there's low rejection activities. Who can give me some examples of some high rejection activities? Calling expireds, yep. Um, door knocking, um, maybe even calling buyer leads, right, that you're trying to get in touch with, uh, for sale by owner calls, right, negotiating offers for buyers. <laughs> there's a lot of rejection that comes with that today, right? Those are high rejection activities. What are some lower rejection activities in this business right now? Calling our sphere. Calling our sphere, yep, that's right. Um, how about preparing a mailing, working on a social media post, building a Canva flyer, a Canva image for our next email blast. By the way, all, it, all necessary things, all things that are important to succeeding in the business, but the reality is, and my question would be if I were coaching you, how much time do you spend in activities that lead to rejection versus activities that don't lead to rejection? The highest producers in the land know that. The more time they spend in activities that lead to rejection, the greater chance they have of hitting their goals. Again, both are important, right? At a minimum, I like breaking my day up into kind of two parts. I get my rejection out of the way in the morning, which we're gonna talk about in a second, and then everything else happens after lunchtime, right? Calling on the Sphere database, working on my mailer, working on my flyer, all of the low rejection stuff takes place after lunch when I might have a little less energy. The more rejection I get, the more money I make, period. All right, let's move down here, thank you. And miss your first name? Christy. Christy, would you mind reading that one nice and loud for us, Christy? If I didn't go on an appointment today, seriously, what did I accomplish? I love that you said it like that. If I didn't go on an appointment today, seriously, what did I even accomplish? And Christy, in your mind, what does that mean? That basically means without appointments, I have no business. Without appointments, I have no business, period, right? I love that, and, and I love the way you presented that as well. And, and this one actually stems all the way back to about November, December of 2007. I had just sold 42 homes that year, and I'm having a conversation with my real estate coach, right? If you have a real estate coach, you know that usually those calls take place once per week. Having a conversation with my coach, I had just gotten back from a real estate conference, you know, where they have all these panelists and everyone on stage selling 100 homes, selling 100 homes, selling 100 homes. So I say to my coach, his name was James, James, I'm ready, I wanna to go to 100 deals. I did 42 last year, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. He said, Jeff, it's not likely you're gonna go from 42 to 100 in, in one year. Why don't we set the goal at 70 or 75, a little more realistic? And by the way, I understood why he was doing that because it's the coach's job to smack some sense into the realtor, I get it. I said, nope, I went to an event, I saw these people on stage, you know that feeling like, if he can do it, I can do it, right? I mean, you know. I saw what was going on, I think I'm gonna be just fine. Let's set the goal at 100. He said, okay. 
we can set the goal at 100, but I want you to do an assignment first. So on our coaching call, never forget, like it was yesterday, he said, take out a clean sheet of paper. So I did. He said, I want you to write the number 100 at the top. So I did, and I, I actually kind of finished the sentence. I said, closings, right? He said, nope. He said, I want you to write down 100 listings sold. Okay, why am I writing 100 listings sold, James? He said, well, because when you look at your 42 transactions, 38 of them were sellers and only four of them were buyers. So either you don't like buyers or buyers don't like you, which by the way, both are true to this day still. <laughs> true story. So he said, we're gonna write down 100 listings sold and we're only gonna focus on what it is you can control and what you enjoy. Okay, no problem. So I write down 100 listings sold. He said, underneath that, I want you to write the number 150. So I write down the number 150. I said, what does that number represent? He said, that number represents the number of listings you need to take to have 100 listings sold. Okay, so 150 listings taken, James. Yep, that's right, to have 100 listings sold, okay. Um, show of hands, five years or less in the business. Get them up real high, five years or less, real high, real high, real high. Okay, good, this is for you guys. If you can believe this, there was actually a day where you could take a listing, and it wouldn't sell. Yeah, no, like weeds would go, grow around the sign and all this stuff. Oh yeah, there was a day you could take a listing, it wouldn't sell. We, ha we used to have to do these things. Gosh, it's been so long, I forgot what they're called. Um, started with a P. Uh, price reductions, right? We had to get price reductions in order to have listings sell. So he said, Jeff, and I asked him, I said, well, how did you arrive at 150 to 100? He said, well, because of your 38 listings sold, you took 55 listings. So if we carry that ratio over, if you want to have 100 listings sold, you're going to have to take 150 listings. Got it. Okay, good. Now what? He said, now I want you to write the number 250. All right, 250. What does this number represent? He said, this number represents the amount of appointments you have to go on to get 150 sellers to sign with you. So of course, at this point, I'm kind of like depressed and deflated and <laughs> writing it slowly. Okay, yep. Anything else we want to cover on today's call? Got it. He said, well, hold on, we're not done. He said, I want you to write the number 250 again beneath it. Okay, so I wrote the number 250. And by the way, I did ask him, I said, well, how did you arrive at, I said, I'm guessing you're looking at, I, I actually asked him, how many appointments did I go on last year to take those 55 listings? He said, well, that's the thing, you went on 86 appointments to take 55 listings. So if we carry that ratio over and you're gonna go and take 150, you're gonna have to go on 250. He said, so the final number is 250, write it down, so I did. I said, what does this number represent? He said, this number represents the amount of days available to work this year. Well, what do you mean? There's 365 days. Okay, Jeff, you don't work Sundays, which is true. I will not work a Sunday. So you subtract that. There's 52 right there. So now we're down to like 300 and some, and some change. He said, you subtract conferences, because I'm a big believer in going to at least four conferences a year. So there's, you know, four times five. There's 20 days right there. You subtract sick days. You subtract holidays. You subtract, you know, some vacations here and there. There's about 250 to 260 working days a year. He said, so Jeff, if you want to sell 100 homes next year, you have to go on an appointment a day. One appointment a day will get you 100 sales. So I wrote out that little sign. Okay, if I didn't go on an appointment today, what did I accomplish? I put it up right next to my door. And by the way, on that same coaching call, because I committed to doing this, James was smart. He said, Jeff, I'm going to put a penalty in place, though. Because if you're going to commit to this, I know you're going to hold me accountable. And we only have a call once, for, once a week for 30 minutes. So I need some daily accountability for you. So here's the daily accountability, Jeff. Here's what he had me do, by the way. For every day 
you don't have an appointment to go on, you're spending 60 minutes in the afternoon or evening door knocking. For every day you don't have an appointment to go on, Jeff, you're going to spend 60 minutes in the afternoon or evening door knocking. Now, that was really smart of him because I, he knew I hated door knocking. I mean, anyone besides me just despised door knocking? Oh, come on. You, you, oh, the rest of you want to go door knock right now? I mean, cool. Let's just end this thing. We'll go door knock right now. We all can't stand door knocking to some degree, okay? And I know there's always one in the audience, no, I love door knocking. That's fine. We're going to get you checked out. Anyways, um, so it was smart of him to put this penalty in place because he knew that I had to go on an appointment every single day. And he knew, by, by the way, because of that, that I was suiting up every day. So I had a suit and tie on every single day because I dressed for what I wanted, not for what I had. I dressed for what I wanted every single day, not for what I had in my calendar at that time. The mistake I think a lot of agents make today is you have this mentality of, if I get an appointment set, I'll go change. No, no, no. I'm getting suited up. I'm getting dressed. I'm getting ready to go because I'm going to find a seller or a buyer today, period. So I was, I was suited up every day. He knew I was going to be suiting up every day. And oh, by the way, when I think back to the door knocking thing, it was smart because he actually got me out in front of people. So I made use of that dry cleaning, right? So by the way, that particular year, I went on 246 appointments. I took 144 listings and I sold 102 homes. It was my first year ever selling over 100 homes. And by the way, for 10 years straight, I never dropped below 100. From 2008 all the way to 2019, I sold over 100 homes personally. And quite honestly, I'd still be selling over 100 if I didn't do this, but I enjoy this more. So if I didn't go on an appointment today, seriously, what I accomplished was just my mantra. And even when you're in our team, if you're in our team office in Detroit, it's kind of like, hey, everyone knows we should be going out and seeing somebody today if we're in this business, right? Some people say, well, I don't, I don't want to sell 100 homes next year, Jeff. I just want to sell 50. Great. Then reword it. If I didn't go on an appointment every other day, seriously, what did I accomplish, right? Just change it up for whatever your goal is. Thank you. All right, let's move down here. And we're going to go, sir, your first name? Jason. Jason, would you mind reading that one nice and loud for us, Jason? Own the morning, win the day. Own the morning, win the day. And Jason, in your mind, what does that mean? Get up and get moving. Just get up and get moving, right? Get to work the second you're up, right? What's, thank you for that, Jason. And what I want to add to this one is, here's what we've discovered in coaching, you know, hundreds, probably thousands of top producers around the country now. The best of the best have all mastered their morning routine. The best of the best have all mastered their morning routine, meaning what it is they do from the time they wake up until lunchtime. And I'll tell you what, we're so passionate about this that when we do business plans, which you'll see in our plan if you get a copy of it, we don't even, for years and years, we, used to ha we would ask an agent, okay, what time do you want to start, Sarah? What time do you want your day to end? All right, I want to start at 8, I want my day to end at 5.30. Great. And then we would help you build a schedule during that time. Today, we don't even do that. We say, what time do you wake up? And what time do you eat lunch? And we help you build a powerful morning routine because what we've discovered is that if you master the morning, everything else just falls into place, right? Own the morning, win the day. A couple other things on this. The morning is for client generation. The afternoon is for client servicing. The morning is for client generation, meaning generating new clients. That's all I focus on in the morning. The afternoon is for servicing, for appointments, for presenting, for negotiating. If you just break up your day into two parts and follow that mantra, watch this. No closings, no inspections, no walkthroughs, none of that in the morning. I've lived by this for years. Now, there's going to be an exception every now and then. Sellers leaving out of town, they got a flight at 3 o'clock, there's no way they could do a 1 p.m. closing. Fine. You do it at 10.30 or whatever. But watch this. I lived by this rule for, for years, and I would encourage you to do so if you can. And that is this. 
If I can't duplicate it every morning, Monday through Friday, if I can't duplicate it every morning, Monday through Friday, it does not go in my morning routine. If I can't duplicate it every morning, Monday through Friday, it does not go in my morning routine. Watch this. What is the likelihood that you're going to have a closing every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday at 9 a.m.? Probably not likely. What is the likelihood that you're going to have a home inspection every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday at 10.30 a.m.? Probably not likely. What's the likelihood we're going to have a walkthrough every Monday, every Tuesday, every Wednesday, every Thursday, every Friday at 9.30 a.m.? Not likely. So therefore, if I can't duplicate it every day, does not go in my morning schedule, period. Why? Because the day I give up on my morning client lead generation is the day I sacrifice my income 90 days from now. The day I give up on my morning client lead generation is the day I'm sacrificing my income 90 days from now. Now I know what you say, well, Jeff, it's a closing. I mean, this is, I'm going to get paid and, you know, this is a great reward for all the work I put into this deal. Yeah, but the work you did for that closing was done 60 days ago. What are you doing for closing 60 days from now? That's why so many producers, good producers too, have yo-yo production. Good month, bad month. Good month, bad month. Top producer of the month, one month. Nowhere to be found the next month. Top producer, nowhere to be found. Because while they're busy servicing their business, they're letting their foot off the gas. Well, how do we control it to where we don't let our foot off the gas? You break your day up into two parts. It's impossible for you to let your foot off the gas if you move all of your servicing until after 11, 30, 12 o'clock. If I can't watch, what can you duplicate in the morning? Well, I can duplicate waking up at the same time. I can duplicate working out at the same time. I can duplicate uh, brushing my teeth at the same time. I can duplicate calling expireds at the same time. I can duplicate calling all my buyers that came in overnight at the same time. I can duplicate preparing for my appointments at the same time. I can duplicate those things. If I can duplicate it, it's going to get done. Own the morning, win the day. I can't stress how important that one is, and we see that from top producers all over the country. Okay, let's move over to the last one here. Miss, your first name? Taylor. Taylor, would you mind reading that one nice and loud for us, please? Um, Actions speak louder than words, but results speak louder than actions. And in your mind, Taylor, what does that mean? Your results are a direct reflection of the quality of your actions. I love that. I mean, that's a perfect way to put it. And I'm just going to add to that, if that's okay. In this, types of biz in this business, there's all sorts of actions that we can be doing, right? I mean, I'll give you a for instance. Um, every real estate office has the, the real busy agent that's always buzzing around. You know, when they go by the copy, your papers go flying. And they're, <laughs> they're working on their one deal. No, no S. No, that's not plural. Their one deal. That is an agent that's busy, but maybe not necessarily busy in the right actions. What types of actions are you involved in every single day, and are they leading you closer to your goal? Are they leading you closer to your contact goal, your appointment set goal, your contracts mate, right? If, uh, I'm sorry, actions speak louder than words, but results speak louder than actions. Thank you for that, Taylor. All right, let's hear it for everybody that participated. Nice job, see? See how that works? Still, nobody got them wrong. All right, good. Let's jump into the notes. If you would, turn to a clean sheet of paper or just draw a line. We're going to jump into the 21 ways. But before we do, I, I want you to write down three reasons, three reasons why mastering sellers this winter is critical. Three reasons why mastering sellers this winter is critical. So go ahead and write that down, please. I'm going to take a quick swig of water. Three reasons why mastering sellers this winter is critical. 
Reason number one. Write this down verbatim as I read it, please. Market conditions, period. Market conditions, period. And then just after that, I want you to write, if listings are down, comma, I'm going to get more of them. If listings are down, comma, I am going to get more of them. Now, two things in this. Number one, that is my mindset. I wake up every day with the mindset of listings are down in the market. Cool, I'm going to go get a greater share. Listings are down. That's fine. I'll just go get higher market share. Listings are down. Great. I'm going to go find a seller today. So first of all, that's my mindset as a listing agent. I've always been a listing agent. But the second thing is, is that there's actual, if you're thinking, well, all right, Jeff, you know, none of this hokey pokey, you know, mind, silly mindset stuff. There's actual statistical data to prove this. If you go back to 2005, which was the last peak in the market, in 2005, we had about 1.5 million realtors in the United States. And by the way, that same year, we had about 4.6 million sales. So we had 1.5 million realtors working 4.6 million sales. Fast forward to 2010, just five years later, the bottom of the market. I mean, everyone and their brother was filing for bankruptcy, mergers, acquisition. I mean, the city of Detroit, I didn't even know this could happen. A city filed for bankruptcy. You know, auto manufacturers, all this went away. Five years later, so we had 1.5 selling 4.6. In 2010, the bottom of the market, as low as it got, we went from 1.5 million realtors to about 887,000. So about 40% of the industry, gone. But watch this, the sales went from 4.6 million to 4.1, from 4.6 to 4.1. So the amount of agents in the industry dropped by maybe 40%, but the amount of sales only dropped by what, 20, 18, 20%. So what did that mean? There was actually more to go around for those that worked it. And so I lived through those years and I remember what it was like. And yeah, I can prove that there was more to go around because my business was growing each and every one of those years. So when I say, if listings are down, I'm going to get more of them, I honestly believe that my competitors and your competitors, because this is present company excluded, are buying into this thought. Ready? Your competitors, present company excluded. If listings are down, well, that just means I'm going to take less. If listings are down, then that just means I'm going to get less listings. Think about this for a second, okay? Um, boards of realtors, the MLS, uh, brokers, owners, managers, everyone is sharing market stats and saying, guys, I know it's tougher to get listings. I know it's tougher to get listings. Well, what happens to the average producer? Well, if it's tougher to get listings, first of all, I'm going to get less. Second of all, I'm going to go focus my efforts somewhere else, right? If it's tougher to get listings, I'm going to start doing more open houses. If it's tougher to get listings, I'm just going to start buying more buyer leads. If it's tougher to get listings, I'm just going to, you know, buy Zillow leads, they start shifting their focus over to buyers. And then guess what ends up happening? And we know this because we coach a lot of them. Hey, so how are you doing this year on listings taken? Well, I normally average about 40, 50 listings taken a year, but for this year, I've only taken about 32 listings so far this year. Oh, but that's okay. Listings are down in our market. So I'm supposed to be down. No, that is what the average mindset, that is what the average producer says. If there's less, that means I'm going to get less. My mindset says if there's less, I'm gonna get more. Why? Because the average producer buys into the idea that they're gonna get less. And so when there's only a handful of us buying into this idea that we're gonna double down on sellers and we're gonna go get a higher percentage, there actually becomes more available. If listings are down, I'm going to get more of them as number one. Number two, the employer versus the employee. The employer versus the employee. Write that down, please. 
I wanted to know, I was passionate about learning the amount of hours it took for an average transaction. And here's what we found. The average transaction, about 925 surveyed. Meaning start to finish, from the time the lead came in until the time we're sitting at closing or after the walkthrough or whatever. The average seller transaction took 19 hours. The average buyer transaction, 38 and a half. And I would argue even today that that seller number is even lower. That seller number is probably 14 or 15. So what does that tell you? That tells you you can do twice as much business if you just focus on sellers. And by the way, I was fascinated when we did this little study. And I remember thinking at that moment, wow, that makes sense. When you go to conferences, which we encourage people to get out of your box and go to events all the time, it's a, um, top producers are always going to conferences. When you go to conferences, you'll see panels in the front of the room. And what are, they, what are they sharing? They're sharing the results. And usually, anyone that's on seller panels and seller uh, you know, type conferences, oh, we're selling 85 homes a year, 110 homes a year, 115 homes a year. And then they'll bring up a buyer panel, which is great. I mean, obviously, I'm not a huge fan of working with buyers. I use showing agents today, but I still understand we got to do both. But they'll have a team of buyer's agents. Hey, these are the best buyer's agents in the land, all right? How many deals did you do last year? 46. How many deals did you do last year? 51. How many deals did you do last year? 42. It's amazing how the buyer panels are doing about half the transactions. And then when we did this little study, it clicked. Ah, that makes sense. Because if you actually do the math and there's only 40 or 50 working hours in a week, you can figure out why that is. You can figure out why top listing agents are doing 85 to 115 and why top buyer's agents are somewhere between 40 and 50. Thank you for taking your time to join Jeff today on the Live Unreal with Glover You podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover You will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover You on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.